Alright, alright, alright. Who's ready to get naked? Welcome to the Let's Get Naked podcast, where we strip down all the layers of insecurity in order to have open and honest conversations about all things surrounding love and money. We're your hosts, Ama and Saeed Shabazz. Quick disclaimer, our guests have volunteered to come on and share intimate details about their lives. So let's take a moment, be non-judgmental, and listen with the open heart. All right, guys, welcome back. So we are here with our sex therapist. Mo. The lovely Mo. The lovely Mo. Uh, We have some questions. I was asked how to talk about sex. In a relationship yes. situation? Well, if one partner is feels like is awkward around talking about sex, mm. I always say to be gentle, mm. go slow. I love the idea of like planting seeds, mm. you know? If someone feels awkward about it, they're gonna shut you down. Or they're just gonna be so shut off if you're trying to have a full blown conversation, it might stress them out. Mm. So the key is to go slow. 100%. Okay. Yeah. But but be consistent. Like, don't drop it. You know, because I've definitely worked with couples where one person is more comfortable than the other. So be gentle, go slow, but be consistent. You don't want to drop it because what happens a lot of times in relationships when one person doesn't want to talk about it or one person shuts it down... The other person doesn't want to experience that rejection over and over. So then they'll just avoid the conversation altogether. And then they've created this chasm in the relationship where they don't talk about sex at all. And so it's important to just not being not being like a, a nag or a pain in the ass, but just, you know, keep, keep bringing it up. You know, mm-hmm. if something's important to you, um, keep gently bringing it up. Okay. You know, and, you don't, and don't bring it up like in bed. You know, taking the pressure off is key. You don't want to, okay. like, have have your partner feel like they're being pressured into doing something. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning so much about the two of you. <laughs> All right. Um, so how often should a couple have sex? Oh, that's an interesting question. How often do you think a couple should have sex? Every day. I, twice a day. He thinks twice a day. How often do you think? I'm, like... Two, three times a week. Okay, cool. That's And that's the point, is that everybody's on a different page about it. Mm-hmm. Two, three times a day, two, three times a week, the two of you got to find a middle ground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that middle ground would be every day, morning, yeah. every day. <laughs> you, you see how you asked me a question, but she answered it? I like that. Right? I like that she knows you so she well. Does that not she does I know this one. But, you, but, you said. but I think that's the point is that everybody's different and you do have to talk about it. Yeah. The other thing, too, that I think is really important is if she likes it two to three times a week, mm-hmm. what time of day does she like it? Because you're cool any time of day, mm-hmm. right? Two to three times a day means morning, day, and night. All day, <laughs> all, all day, night. all night. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Breakfast, right? lunch, and dinner. <laughs> Let's get if naked. She, <laughs> if she, like, she, she doesn't need it as often, mm-hmm. the other thing about women's sexuality is it kind of like, it kind of goes like this. Mm-hmm. And men's is just like a straight, you know, yeah. it's yeah. just like yeah. a straight shot and they're going to, they're going to orgasm and, you know, out yeah. the door where they're done. Right. Women need a little bit more like, 
not whining and dining, but like emotional stimulation. Mm. So they're he, not driven by the physical as much. Mm. Like just seeing, that's why dick pics are not popular at all with women. <laughs> we don't want to see it. Oh, we don't need to like, see I'm it. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking <laughs> about the dick pics. I'm just saying that like, she gets, she gets the point that there's, they need something, right? We, women, we, we definitely need, there's a buildup. There's, mm. there's something that needs to you know, go yeah. down before it, you know, mm-hmm. it goes down. And and he had a problem with that earlier when I was telling him this, and he was just like, oh, well, let's see what the sex therapist says. So it's funny that you're agreeing and that you're confirming what I said. Well, if so if if she's feeling, because I'm getting the sense that, that Alma feels a little bit of pressure from you, maybe. And, and, and so if she feels pressure, she's going to run away from that. Mm-hmm. So you, you trying to convince her that she needs to have more sex with you is probably not going to work. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Are we having a sex counseling session? <laughs> wait, stop the tape. <laughs> no, I'm fine. I'm, I'm willing to get naked. I'm, I'm here for the, for the cause. But... But just in general, not not about the two of you, but <laughs> right. just in general. And, it, it, you know, it's different. Like, you know, in relationships, these things ebb and flow. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Ama's going to be like, we need to have more sex. And you're going to be like, no, I've got, you know. He'll never say no. <laughs> never say no. None of this one? No. No. The day, the day that this one says no, I'll be like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Are you, you, you know okay? What? Are it, you dying? It's, it's funny. And we're not going to live there too long. But. She's used to consistency from me, but the minute I change something, she's like, yeah. what's wrong? What's wrong? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. but I thought this is what you wanted. No. Yeah. no. But well, see, that's what you need. Because when she it, when she misses you, she's going to have the opportunity now to experience wanting you, to experience yes. feeling like I need, I want to be with yes. Saeed. I need to like, I need yes. to, yeah. But if you're constantly on her she's not going to get that opportunity so i think a lot of times in relationships one partner tends to be the more dominant one and if the other partner also wants to like sometimes initiate they don't get that opportunity if if one person is sort of doing it all the time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So one thing that I often recommend to couples is to switch initiating, Mm -hmm. like alternate initiating every other day. Mm -hmm. And if the initiating doesn't have to lead to like intercourse, but it can lead to something sexy and fun that doesn't feel like pressure. So just Mm -hmm. a makeout session, you know, just like a, you know, massage session, you know, maybe go scrolling on the internet and looking, looking at sex toys or something kinky online. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, reading erotica to each other. It doesn't have to end in intercourse. That'd okay. be cool to do. Try that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Right. Uh, so this one uh, I thought was really interesting. And I, you being of a different uh, culture, another get right into it. All right, so uh, <laughs> we're having a hard time with that one. Uh, is sex issues more uh, relevant in one culture over another? Depending? Well, yes. Sex issues are relevant across the board. Right. It. De- I mean, every culture has its own unique set of sex differences. Like, in our Western culture, we're very sex-forward. Mm-hmm. Or so we think. We like to think. Right. But we still have a lot of the same issues that, like, you might see in like a, a you know a less like a like a more like a in, like in my my family's culture which is India mm-hmm. which is you know they're it's just a very sex negative society mm-hmm. and so we have we have a lot more progressiveness here in this country but we still like our 
our parents, whether they came from India or whether they came over on the Mayflower, there a lot of people in our generation have been raised with these sort of antiquated views around sexuality. Mm-hmm. So there's always progress, but then there's sometimes it goes backwards. You know what I mean? Right. But I think for me as a sex therapist, I know that it's easier for me to work with people here, like in the United States, right. because... I couldn't even, I wouldn't even know where to begin to work with some people in like India or something like that because they're, I feel like they wouldn't even understand where I'm coming from. Like in a culture like that, like no one's having, no one's really going on dates and having hookups, Mm. you know, like that's not allowed. Like they're still waiting for, they're still waiting for marriage, you know. So we live in a different society here, but does that mean that we're more prepared for it? No. Okay. You know, we might be having more sex before marriage or outside of marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, we're living with each other and things like that. But I think the problems are, a lot of the problems are still there. The same. Okay. Yeah, because the belief systems are still kind of older, mm. you know. Gotcha. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason why I asked that, uh, the person that, that asked me the question was uh, Asian descent, a uh, Chinese. And they were saying how in their culture, you know, it's, the women, you know, take a much docile role and aren't that sex forward until, right. you know, the man initiates it. So I uh, really wanted to get your stance on that. So thank you. Um, now, the fun part. How often do you run into issues with couples dealing with finances and intimacy? Mm. Pretty much all the time. <laughs> if the finances are good. Mm-hmm. The sex is good. This, everything's fine. I'm trying to tell you. It's great. If the saying. finances are bad... You know, it's like, are you familiar with Abraham Maslow's hierarchy of needs? No. <laughs> that was a whole what is that? Well, Abraham Maslow was, I think, I want to say maybe a psychologist, but he has a hierarchy of needs. It's a, just picture a triangle. And the bottom is like food, shelter, like shelter, food, you know. And then as you go up, the more you have on the bottom, the more you're able to do at the top. Oh. So if you're struggling to pay the rent, if you're struggling to put food on the table, you are not thinking about sex. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I am, but I'm not. I'm just saying. I, she's just speaking my language. Okay. So we had this incident one time. It led to a big Abraham blowout. Maslow's hierarchy of needs. <laughs> Look it up. Led to a blowout. Okay. I mean, like, it was bad. Do you remember? It was, it was back in the... I think July or June of last year. And we had just had our car repoed, right? We were struggling in this little studio apartment, like didn't know where, it was a, it was a, a sublet, didn't know where we were gonna be living the next month. It was like a very stressful time financially. And this one keeps poking me like, Hello, it's time to have sex. It's time to have sex. Mm. <laughs> time to have sex. I'm like, how the hell can you think about sex? And we don't even know where we're gonna live the next the next month, or we just had our car repo. Like it was just too you were, much. You were just not and I in was the shut space. Down. Yeah. I was shut down. Mm. Like I didn't didn't want him to touch me. Mm-hmm. Didn't like I wasn't no. You weren't, and, and you weren't feeling sexy. I, not <laughs> at all. I'm trying to tell him, like, when everything is, is flowing, that's when I feel, feel like mm-hmm. more vibrant, more sexy. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I can, I can, you know, mm-hmm. bring it on. Yep. But when we're struggling, all, all I'm thinking about is how are we going to get out of this? Like, mm-hmm. how are we going to 
make this better? How are we going to, you know, survive? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm in survival mode. You're and, in survival mode. And for mode. him, like, he, all he just needs is... Don't do that. <laughs> you, 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 don't, you don't know what I mean. So, what it feels, so, speak, what it feels like. Speak, speak oh, my gosh. So, my, my, my mindset is, if we find a place now or we find a place in two hours or two days, we still got to eat. And when I walk out this door, I'm still going to be desired by somebody else. I need to know that you desire me too oh, okay. and or more. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to go out and get what we need to survive, I have to deal with people. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm done apologizing. Take it how you will. I'm an attractive individual. When women see me, they get aroused. Mm. They come talk to me. I'm a very friendly person. Okay. If I walk out of the house with a loaded gun, I'm, I've made my vows. I'm very loyal. But my gun is loaded. And you knew that when I left the house. And before we got married, we talked about how important this was for me. Now that we're married, that did not change. So I understand where you are, but this gun is still loaded. Mm -hmm. And you're worried about next week. And I'm trying to get something done today. So, again, the level of importance, I totally understand that. Mm -hmm. But what, what's important to me can't be overlooked because it's not important to you. It's still right. important to me. Right. Were you, and were you able to, in that moment, communicate that to her? I always communicate how I feel. Okay. Okay. He does. He communicates. Okay. 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 I'm just saying. So, like, what... How, well, what's what the middle ground in a situation like, like that? Yeah. Right. Because it's tricky question. because... He needs it for a very different reason than than you than he, you you need it, right? Mm -hmm. For you, it's an expression of I'm feeling good. For him, it's a, an expression of I'm feeling needed, mm. right? So there's got to be some way that she can fulfill your need in that moment to reckon to help you recognize, like, yeah, I still desire you, and but and does it have to be sexual? Or can it be something else? It, options haven't been explored. Options have Well, and that's the thing. that It's a, just a conversation to be had. Yeah. Again, conversations, you know, yeah. talking about sex, talking about these things, because these are the inner workings of a relationship, mm -hmm. right? Like, you have needs, she has needs. Let's try to meet them. You know, we're not always going to, and that's okay. But as long as you know where I'm coming from, and if she knows where you're coming from, she can make a decision then based on, all right, he needs to he needs to know I desire him. This is what I'm willing to do, you know. I don't know what you've experienced in, in profession with having couples who have experienced some struggle with finances, and mm -hmm. then that influences their sex life. Like, what? how... Do they typically, is it just the conversation or is it? I mean, this that's really up to the couple to work out hmm. because it's really, it's your relationship. So you get to discuss and say, hey, you know, because she can say, well, you know, I, I totally understand you're, you need to feel desired so that you can go out and conquer and do all this stuff. But I can't even think about that right now. You know, is there something? Is there something else I can do that will that will show you that I, that yeah, I want you know, I want you, I believe in you. You know, what is it? So does that typically lead to cheating that you've seen? Like what? It could the fact that he's walking out the house with a loaded gun and she's if like. If you see, if we feel neglected, and that goes for any gender, yeah, we're likely to step out. If if we feel like our partner doesn't love us, our partner doesn't see us, our partner doesn't care, that's when we're likely to feel like, all right, I need to I need to feel loved. 
Mm. You know, I need to feel seen. I need to feel, you know, in a situation like this too, you know, you're, you're broke at home or whatever. You're struggling with money and like, he's not home. You're not feeling good. You're potentially likely to do that too. Right. Because Mm. somebody else might make you feel good in a way that isn't tied to all this struggle. Right. You know, so kind of an escape. Yeah. So it can go in any direction. Mm-hmm. We make commitments to, to ourselves and we make commitments to each other that we we choose to uphold. In a situation like you're talking about, if you're frustrated because, you know, she's not showing up for you in the way that you had discussed, then is it still is it okay? Is it okay to cheat? Right? Right, you're saying it is because. Oh no, I was, I was, I was saying, wait a minute, clarification. I wasn't saying it's okay to cheat. I kind of heard that you were saying it was because you said because you're you're an attractive male. People are. And you have a loaded gun. You have a loaded gun. So someone else is someone else is gonna want you. Right. No, no, that that's from what I was trying to. And forgive me if it came off that way, Um, because I've full transparency. um, This might be. The first and longest relationship I've been monogamous in, mm-hmm, right? Mm. Full transparency. Mm-hmm. I everything that I've gone through, I learned from those mistakes. I don't forget them mm-hmm. because I need to remember. Okay, when I did this last time, mm-hmm. this happened. So let's mm-hmm. not go there. Mm-hmm. And that's where my communication comes in. Mm-hmm. Hey, babe, listen. I did this before. <laughs> right, like, <laughs> this happened before. This could be problematic. Can this we? This you know, happened before. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, another thing is you mentioned the word monogamy, and I've just got to talk about this because when we are in a monogamous relationship with our partner and we withhold sex or we we don't give them what they need in that moment, there is a sort of element of, like, holding the other person hostage, mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he, he needs sex. He's a loaded gun. You're not giving it to him, yet you're holding him to, to this monogamous frame. Mm-hmm. Is that actually fair and you you know you know the the irony of it is you ask a lot of partners in that situation a lot of people will say no i'm actually okay with them going and doing something as long they as long as they tell me about it or hmm i'm not i'm actually not okay with that thank you for pointing that out you know what i mean so but again that's a conversation for you two to have 100 percent. like instead of saying like ultimatum Mm. this could happen ama you can be like hey so should we talk about an alternative here or and and you can be like hell no we don't want to talk about it and that's and that's okay you know what i was saying like you you know you can you can express your feelings and just remember it's just a conversation you're trying to figure this out right and that's okay you don't have to know the answers all the time so In a lot of relationships and teachings, period, married people across the board, everybody says, don't go to bed upset. (laughs) When you can't come to a resolution. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that. I like that rule. But when you can't come to a resolution. Oh, you're not going to ever come to a resolution. I mean, most couples don't. (laughs) (gasps) What? (laughs) You don't have to come to a resolution. Like a resolution can be like, okay, I understand you. I hear you. I understand you. I hear you. We're on different pages. We're, let's try to figure this out. Let's not go to bed mad. We could figure this out tomorrow or next week or next month. Let's keep talking about it. The other thing I also, also often recommend is, like, you're tired. Hey, I really want to continue having this conversation, but can we schedule it for another time, like for tomorrow at 7 o'clock? Because i got a big, long day tomorrow. Mm. 
that I need to get some rest for, and then you you put it on the calendar. We're going to continue talking about it. that way. You're showing up for the relationship, right. you know. And if for some reason you can't make it at seven o'clock the next evening for the conversation, you let the other person know, hey, I know we have this talk scheduled. Can we can we reschedule it for Saturday when I have a little bit more bandwidth? You know, like showing up for the other person, letting them know you haven't forgotten about it. You're not ignoring it. You're not just going to brush it under the rug that you're going to show up for this actually makes, you know, makes partners feel like they're not being abandoned. Right. And that's a really important thing. Uh, Final question. When it comes to issues dealing with money and intimacy, what would be, I would say, top three things that you would give them to work on or Mm-hmm. So, so when we're talking about money, a lot of personal work is important, I think. There's a really good book. It's called Overcoming Under Earning. Mm. I've heard of it. Barbara Stanny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's got some really great worksheets in it. And the very first one is like this worksheet on your relationship to money. And so understanding our relationship to money before we start talking about it with our partner can be really helpful. So getting really acquainted with what money means for you and what it's tied into for you. Because if you're not wanting to have sex when you're struggling and your car just got repoed and all this stuff then there's there's some there's an emotional level there and so and maybe for the other person that's it's a completely different story mm-hmm. so then you can kind of communicate and share maybe do those worksheets together and share each other's responses or something like that you know what i mean mm-hmm. but like just kind of like number 1 you you asked for three things so number 1 doing the inner work Okay. To figure out what money means for you. Uh, and then doing some work around how money, money or having money or not having money makes you feel in the sexual realm. Hmm. Is it related? Does it have something to do with the relationship? If you weren't in a relationship and you were struggling with money, is it going to make a difference sexually? You know what I mean? Like those types of questions. And then number three is obviously communicating that to each other. Gold. Final question. Gold. <laughs> How does effective communication work? Oh, oh that's a good one. Um, <clears throat> that's a really great question. And I, it's funny. It's kind of like money and sex. People don't know how to do it. Right. <laughs> right? So I often say use, use it's, like, it's like communication 101, use I feel statements. Hmm. I feel angry. I feel not desired. I don't feel sexual right now. Mm. I feel, you know, um, use the I feel words. Then, so one person says I feel, then the other person rephrases back what they think they the, the first person heard. Interesting. You know, so she says, I'm not feeling very sexual right now. So what you're saying is... Right, you're saying you don't want me. And that was yeah, and then she'll be, like, be like, that's actually not what yeah. I said. I'm actually saying that I don't feel sexual because I don't feel attractive because... You know, I've got $10 in my bank account and I got to pay, you know, $20 for this thing tomorrow. So that's all I'm thinking about right now. And then it's like, okay, you know, like this back and forth, like saying I feel, rephrasing what the other person says, has gives you the opportunity to clarify. So clarification is key. Okay. Clarify what the other person really means before jumping to conclusions. Right. Before being like, oh, you don't desire me. I'm out of here with this right. loaded gun. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd I bring up the goddamn gun? <laughs> Came back to bite you. <laughs> but you know okay. what I mean? Yes. Like, get clarification because we, 
we jump to conclusions because we have negative stories about ourselves. Okay. We don't believe that we're good enough. That a lot of that negative self-talk mm. takes over, especially in trying times. Okay. So just try to remember that. Oh, that's good. Thank you so <laughs> you much, Mo. It's, it's Mo, been... uh, let us know where the people can find you and get yep. a hold of you. So um, my full name is Moshumi Ghosh, mm-hmm. um, and I'll spell that out. It's M-O-U-S-H-U-M-I-G-H-O-S-E.com. But you can also find me at LosAngelesSexTherapy.com. Okay. So it's a little bit easier. And just, you know, I have a team of therapists, so if you ever need couples or sex therapy, hit us up. Yeah, you've uh, actually, you know. You you definitely uh, gave us some stuff to work on. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You got naked. Um, You got naked. I feel so vulnerable. (laughs) We got got naked in front of Mo. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. That was fun. Thank you for listening. We'd like to invite you all to get naked with us and follow us on Instagram at The Real Let's Get Naked. You can also DM us any questions that you might have and we just might answer them on the podcast. Also, feel free to go to our website where you can ask us questions as well at StrongerTogetherProductions.com.